Hello, and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded live from the studio shop and warehouse at the world headquarters of Finally the Knitting Corner, located in the heart of Prospect Park. We are your hosts, Brianna, Kathy, Natalie, and Stephanie. And a huge thanks to our listeners for joining us from their corner of the world. So today we're going to be talking about the Olympics because it seems to be on everybody's minds today um, since it's starting very early in the morning tomorrow our time. Um, So now it's time to grab a drink and listen up because we're about to get started. So hi everybody. Hi, (laughs) good to see you. Yes, it's good to see all of you. Should we start with what's on our needles today? Okay, yeah. well, since we, for the most part, go alphabetically, I will go first. Um, I am working through some old projects, just like things that I've had on the needles, like car knitting and things like that. I had a, a knit night with a friend yesterday, and I pulled out some washcloths that were just like in a bag. I have three done and a fourth one on the needles, so that's what I'm knitting on today, because... I forgot to pick my yarn last week for that other project. I left the knitting shop last Saturday and I was like, oh my God, I got home and I didn't have any yarn. So I'm, I'm just knitting on some things that I have at home just for fun. I need, I need some relaxing knitting anyway. Yeah. And don't worry. It's on the Saturday again. Look I know. Oh, and we've got it here for you. There's great colors. Plus you can see it in the online store. Yeah. So if you want to place your order. I'll put it aside for you. <laughs> like I said last week, I already know what I want, but if it's not there, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, All right. So on my knitting needles, at right this very minute, I am knitting on some little things too. I am knitting on the slippers, which is a joint project for Ed and I, and really enjoying them. Um, and then I did some little things this week too. I knit another one of the Christmas trees. I, I just love them. I wanted to knit it to demonstrate with the class how you just stitch it around the tree form and I didn't meet my goal of that but they knit up so fast so I've been doing some fun fast things so that's been most of my knitting this week very cool that's awesome well my knitting is the same as last week and it will be the same for a little bit because it is officially my Christmas stocking season so I am still working through that but I love Christmas stockings. If anyone knows me, I'm always knitting them. And um, I'm very excited for this next little batch of them. So, And on my needles currently, as I'm knitting right now, is the bolster, the last bolster. And to shock everybody, it is pink. It's pink. Not navy blue and not gray. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of me too, actually. <laughs> it looks great. It really does. So. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, Natalie, when you mentioned your project that you're working on, we're doing the Christmas stacking class right now. you got to jump in with us this week. I do. I know. I've been so bad. I need to. I need to hop on. Can I tell you how exciting it was? I think we have 21 knitters and they, this was week two, so they had completed the legs. And when they held them up, you know, to see that there's something about a class on Zoom because 21 people holding up their stockings at the same time. Oh my golly, it's really amazing because you see it all on one surface rather than having to scan the room. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. So, oh, that's great. Those stockings never get old, do they? No, because they're so different every single time you do them. And there's so many resources out there. 
for new motif patterns too. Like I just Pinterest things and play around with things in Excel to kind of make my own motifs too. And it's, it's a blast. Like no Christmas stocking is ever the same. It's one of those projects that can always be spiced up. Love it. Love it. Cool. Awesome. Well, should we jump into our topic? Yeah, because the Olympics are going to start in a little more than 12 hours now. So we better <laughs> talk before they get going. Oh, yeah. We really need to get this podcast done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so I think we came up with three questions that we're going to do around Robin for. The first one, let's do... I don't even know which one to pick. Okay. Here's a good order. The first one, we will say what Olympic sport, and this is Summer Olympics, as I was reminded before we started recording, um, which Olympic sport do you, would you want to participate in? We'll start with that one. So for me, I am all about our, the, um, they call it artistic swimming, but I'm pretty sure that's like the like swim dancing. I love that. I think that is the coolest thing ever. I'm not a dancer. I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself artistic in terms of um, kinesthetic movement. Like I don't know how to move my body to make it look good. Like I'm a dancer, like raising the roof sort of thing. <laughs> so artistic swimming would be the one I would want to participate in. Okay, so can you see me? I'm just jumping out of my seat right now on Zoom. That's the same one I picked, artistic swimming. I love it. Known from eons ago as synchronized swimming. I just, you know, that just takes you back to that time in film where they used to have, um, oh, I can't think of any movie names or who was that amazing swimmer. And they did these whole like almost rocket scenes. Yes. And I just always thought that fascinating like how how do they do that i i i don't know how do they stand in their head in the water but brianna you hit it on the head too with something i'm not a dancer either i'm just not very good at it i i can i can kick my feet and do stuff like that but i don't have the moves in water nobody knows it you get in that pool you're like the world's best dancer in the world all right, but I'm going to pick a second one then because I was torn. So you're going to be on the synchronized swimming team or the artistic swimming team. My other one was archery. So oh. I would like to do that also. I just think, um, you know, I, I actually, in my days of going to summer camp as a kid, that was one of my favorite little activities to do every summer, archery. All right, cool. my participations. Natalie. That's so cool. I never even thought about archery. That's really awesome. Mine is the one, I, I went a little bit of a different route. I went, what would I have the best shot at competing in? Um, and I chose golf because Chris has been teaching me how to golf this year. And I have learned that I'm actually not awful. I'm just okay, but I'm not awful. I'm usually <laughs> awful at anything athletic. So um, I think I would pick golf because otherwise I think I'd just look a fool. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you have your own golf clubs, Natalie? I sure do. And um, I have used them many times, like nice. five times now. Wow. <laughs> I know. It's so cool. I hope Gusty is listening. I know. She would be proud. Next time you're down so here, proud. Gusty, me and you, girl. <laughs> I love that. I love that. All right. So for me, it would be gymnastics. I, I love gymnastics. I loved when I used to do gymnastics. 
I am fascinated that these men and women, I would obviously participate in the women's part, part, but I'm fascinated that they're able to move their bodies like this, that they can run down and just flip in the air. And I am just in all of all of that. So if I could compete in anything, it would be gymnastics. And we have a little miniature balance beam in our basement and, um, and a little like tumbling mat and everything for Katie. And we were watching YouTube videos of Simone Biles today. And then Katie was pretending to reenact it. So it was Aww. really cute. That's We're so totally cool. next level, like just like her, obviously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then next summer Olympics, Katie will be in it, right? <laughs> hey, that Simone Biles is amazing. But I, you know, we, I love gymnastics, but I have a hard time watching it. I will tell you this. I think that the gymnasts, men and women are the bravest athletes out there. When I watch them with that balance beam and the, all the apparatus that they use mm-hmm. and how they, I just think they're the bravest athletes. Oh my gosh. Well, so our next little mini topic is which one would you prefer to watch? Like top number one. And for me, it is the gymnastics because it literally keeps me on the edge of my seat the whole time. I I did gymnastics as a kid. Like I remember in elementary school, we had like a week of gymnastics. I may have been in like a little kid class of gymnastics, but I remember like trying to balance on that little tiny balance beam, like on the floor pretty much. And it was so hard. So I cannot imagine the those pure like strength and just stability that these people need to have to do those crazy flips and like grabbing onto bars like I can't even hold groceries like a grocery bag in my hand without my hand hurting after three minutes so I don't know how they're like grabbing onto things and flipping like chalk or no chalk I don't cartwheels on a little beam and then landing it like yeah how? How does that happen? I do a cartwheel and I'm out of commission for a couple of days now, and it's not even on a beam. I haven't, ne- I've never tried to do a cartwheel as an adult, and I will never try to do one. <laughs> but I would totally watch the gymnastics. I'm not an Olympics watcher, but I would, if I knew what time it was on, I would watch it. Yeah, that, well, I love the gymnastics and I have to say though, because it, it just has me on the edge of my seat with anxiety because I just, how they do what they do makes me so nervous. I have a hard time watching it. So my watching one is diving. Again, the motions that they do with their bodies, but what I find differently is they're landing in a pool of water. It's a softer landing. So I feel more at ease, but I am just fascinated with people who can make their bodies move in the air like that. I, I, I yeah. don't get it. I just don't get it. But I'll go for the softer landing in the water and I'll watch diving. I, I love diving too. I love water sports in general, but yeah. <laughs> Plus it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Natalie. Mine is surfing. I think that's really cool because I've never actually watched Olympic surfing before. And then when I saw on the list, I was like, I should watch that because I really like watching surfers at the beach. I think it's really cool to see them catch a wave and actually ride it all the way in. I, Cause it's something I could never do. <laughs> I have zero sense of balance and zero sense of stability. So um, I definitely find that one to be interesting and I am going to be watching it this year. Good. Good. 
That's so interesting because I would be the opposite, Natalie, because I'm terrified of sharks. And the entire time I'd be like, oh, if there's not a shark out there. I know. I, me too. But I feel like that just adds to suspense, right? <sighs> Oh, yeah. my heart goes out to them. Um, so for me, besides watching gymnastics, because clearly I'm obsessed if I even have the equipment at my house, um, soccer. When Katie was born, the World Cup was on that summer. Um, and I watched, I was on maternity leave, and I watched almost every single World Cup game. And I'm not a big soccer, I'm not really a big sports person. Um, but I found watching the World Cup, so I would assume the Olympics would be a similar kind of setup fascinating I really got into it and like timed it and never missed a game and it was awesome so soccer yeah there's so much excitement that builds with that too and you know the mm -hmm. teams competing and as countries competing there's such a lot there's a lot of great excitement that builds in that yeah cool. all right and then last but not least what are we knitting during the Olympics so for me as a I don't I don't remember watching the Olympics the last time. I just kind of heard about it. Um, but if I was watching the Olympics, I would definitely be knitting something that was long, like a scarf or something like a washcloth like I'm doing now. But just because if you're sitting and watching for a long time, I would want to get a lot of progress done and I would want to see it happen. So I'm going to say I'd be knitting some sort of a scarf or neckwear. Cool. Yeah, I, um, so my, I love the Olympics because it, it's like that reason to sit down and pick up your knitting. Um, and then the, of course the Olympics being delayed by a year. Um, it's so exciting to have them now, but normally the Olympics fall in a summer when we're also with a presidential election. Like the best summer of knitting is when you have that, the Olympics, and then the world series. It's just like all these reasons to sit down and be glued to the TV and knit. So I love the Olympics to be glued to the TV. Um, and my Olympic knitting is very similar to yours, Brianna. It is something that is pretty um, substantial, like projects that have a lot of stitches in a round or a row. So I will be knitting my two sweaters then. I, I, I keep talking about them. That's why I kind of put them down for a little bit, knowing that I'm going to be picking them up a whole lot in the next two weeks with the goal to be finishing them. So I'll be knitting sweaters. Nice. Wow. I also will be knitting a sweater for my Olympic knitting. So I um, actually have had a sweater in the works for like a year and a half now. Um, it's actually out of ultra, uh, not ultra wool decay, worse than merino decay. That's how old the sweater is. We don't even carry that yarn anymore. Um, <laughs> but I, I've been kind of like putting it on the back burner for so long. And I feel like it's time to take it out. I just have, I'm almost on the front and then I have to do the back and the sleeves and I'm done. So I feel like I could tear that up and be ready for fall. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's a great goal to have too at the end of watching the Olympics. They might have won a gold, but you got a sweater. There you go. Lasts forever. And Stephanie, it's charcoal gray. So it is Ooh. a vibe. It is a vibe. <laughs> um, for me, let's be honest, I'm probably not going to knit while watching the Olympics because the toddler and the newborn don't really allow it. Um, but if I were to be knitting during the Olympics, I would pick up this bolster. It is a, specifically this one, because this is the third one that I've done. This one is a two row repeat. Um, and it is very easy to memorize. And because it's 
the stitches on the two different rows are so different, it's easy to look at it and pick up and figure out where you just were. So it's not one where you're constantly going, oh, what row was I on? Was I one or two? It's an easy one to just kind of keep going and not have to um, think about where I am. I can just watch it and enjoy watching while I'm enjoying knitting. So specifically, I would do this bolster. Nice, nice. We all have good projects for the Olympics. We do. You gotta watch. You gotta watch. If you've never really you know, watched before, I don't know. It's just something that's like it's a comfort to be on TV and you can get really hooked on it. Although it's gonna be tricky because again, it's a 13-hour time difference. Mm -hmm. Is what you found out, Natalie, from here to Tokyo? Yeah, 13 hours. So get your DVRs ready. Yeah. <laughs> so it's you're gonna have to find YouTube clips. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Or so I obviously have um, Henry up in the middle of the night every night and I follow Simone Biles on Instagram and I see her as soon as she posts something because we're up. We're up. We're ready to go. Yeah. You watching this live, Stephanie, we'll be calling you like, you know what happened in this event? <laughs> we're ready to go in the middle of the night. We got this. <sighs> My mom told me once that like, I think it was the Beijing Olympics. Like one of my siblings was still young and was waking her up in the middle of the night. And she said, it's the one year she saw the most because she was up in the middle of the night. The Olympics were on in the middle of the night. It all worked out. So. Why not? Gotta she do got something. really into curling, like so into curling that year. <laughs> that's, and that would be the winter Olympics. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's, that's fun. That's fun when you're up in the middle of the night. Now, now I'm going to be like, so all the nights that I do wake up in the middle of the night because I can't sleep so well, now I'll sleep like a baby at night and be like, darn it all. I wanted to wake up in the middle of the night to watch those Olympics. Uh, you can't always have it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Well, before we wrap things up, do we have any updates that we want to share? Any sneak peeks? Well, there's a whole lot that starts happening this week. We have our own Olympics to, to deal with right now, too. Yeah. Uh, I always, for, you know, we always, we come to this time of year and, you know, we say it every year, you would think that a knitting shop would be somewhat kind of quiet in the middle of the summer. We're not. This, this leads us to probably one of the busiest times of our year, right from birthday to loyalty week to new classes. Should we shout yeah. out loyalty week? Yeah, absolutely. So I don't even know what today is. Thursday, July 22nd is today, right? Okay. So this Saturday is July 24th, which kicks off our loyalty week um, with our yarn market. So it is an open Zoom, what did we say, from 12 to 4, I believe, um, or 11 to 4, actually. 11 to 4, open Zoom. Yeah, 11 to 4, open Zoom. Um, you can ask us any questions if you, um, you know, had questions about matching yarn with the project that you want to do. We're here for that. We're here to help you pick um, the best yarn and the right amount of yarn for what your needs are. And, um, you know, we can even show you how to purchase through our online store um, and your order will get shipped right to you. So that's our um, yarn market on this Saturday, July 24th. And then the next day, Sunday, July 25th is our yarn tasting, which has been officially filled. Um, so thank you, everybody that signed up for the yarn tasting. We're so excited about it. Um, we've been doing these every once in a while. Um, this yarn tasting will be with some new Barocco yarns. Um, so we're kind of, we're excited to see those. And I think one of them we're pretty interested in maybe possibly adding to our inventory. Um, but we'll see what you guys think. 
after the yarn tasting. Um, and then next Saturday, July 31st, my baby comes out the calendar for the next <laughs> trimester. Um, so the September through December calendar gets released on our website on the 31st of this month. Um, so that will be everyone's first chance to enroll in fall classes. And we're really excited about these classes. Um, I, I cannot wait. I, I don't think we should drop any hints yet as to what they are on the podcast. We have been dropping hints in classes, I believe. Um, so if you're taking a class currently, you might know what's on the calendar already. Um, but those are the updates I have for Ellie's loyalty week. Um, there's a lot of, a lot of ways um, that we're, you know, hopefully treating you guys right um, by shopping with us. Um, we do, we will have kits available during loyalty week. Um, some tried and true ones, some new and different ones um, that will only be available for that week. So um, some of them are, are discounted. So that's kind of our gift to you, but there's so many chances to win a free class also. So this whole week is all about chances to win a free class. So make sure you keep an eye out for our emails because um, that kind of has the the descriptions of all of the events that we're having this week because it can kind of get confusing with what's when and where. Same for us. <laughs> but, um, you know, just mark your calendars and, and we're here. We just right. pack it in and keep showing up. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you open those emails and read them. Don't miss it because yeah. Yeah, these things happen. Yeah, if it's from us, it is important. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> right. always important. Yeah. Right. The big things to know for Saturday, though, are that our kits are discounted fifteen percent, so you save, you get fifteen percent off of your kit purchases, and then also you get a uh, raffle ticket for every um, with a fifty plus dollar yarn purchase on um, Saturday as well. Yep. So, and that that the raffle ticket is a chance for a free class. Yep. So you can rack up a bunch of ways, like Brianna said, tune in for the rest of the ways um, on our emails, but that's, yeah. that's Saturday and how you can win. All right. Was any other updates I missed? Anything else, ladies? I yeah. think we've got it all. That's We've got a, a big week coming up. So I think that's it for right now. Um, so we'll go ahead and wrap this up. So if you like our show and want to find out more about us, check out our website, finally, thenatingcorner.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook and leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts and more people can find us. So hopefully you finished your drink by now because it's time for us to bind off. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.